JD Talking Sports. It is Tuesday, June 26, 2020. What a very eventful day so far today. I had a virtual PT session. I had a virtual session with my guy with my arm. Did my surgery. Told me still no push-ups for another six weeks. And uh, I'm trying to do like 20-something miles of a virtual race. And uh, I've done 11. I had a pounding headache. I fell asleep. I, I'm reading this Jordan book on his last couple years with the... playing with the Wizards, and I did not know this, but he thought he was going to get a front office job with the Bulls after he was done playing, and he felt they got spurned, but they're saying he was a much better player than he was an executive that he, you know, basically, you know, well, when he was with the Wizards, he worked part-time, basically, didn't like to go, wouldn't go scout player, this is what your whole thing is, the scout players, and the problem was he wasn't the kind of guy who would sit behind a desk, he you know, had all his endorsement opportunities, business opportunities, and he was an adrenaline junkie, and he liked to gamble and play a lot of golf. And it's carried over to his whole career with the Hornets. He is not a good owner, executive. His teams have never been good. So I just started reading it, but it it's very interesting. And basically, three weeks after he finished playing for them, where he made Abe Pollen basically $10 million, he was gone. And he went from, you know, they basically, you know, when you're a player, you have all the power. When you don't, People aren't paying to watch you up in the executive box. But he filled the arena for the two years. And it was interesting, before, after the 99 season, it was when they went and this led to the strike. He got into an argument with Abe Pollin, and he said, uh, you know, about escalating salaries. And he said, well, why don't you sell the team? And Abe Pollin said, nobody's going to tell me when I have to sell a team. So it's interesting, the guy has this argument, and then he ends up working with the Wizards. And I think the the... The Bobcats at the time offered him a position. And, you know, hey, very interesting. And another call-out I saw on The Last Dance that they recorded that he he said, if you put Isaiah on the Dream Team, I'm not playing. And they said John Stockton was a you know very good player, comparable, but he was, you know, Jordan denies that. And I, I'm reading all this stuff. You know, of course, it was, it was a Jordan-produced documentary. What do you expect? That's what you expect. And it's very interesting th- this whole weekend, you know, that must-see, well, the only thing to watch, really, they had some NASCAR was the golf match between Mickelson and Brady, who hit a nice shot and split his pants in that one hole, against Payton and Tiger. Tiger looked very emaciated to me, looked leaner than I've seen him, but not good lean. Maybe it was the beard or whatever. And I guess I don't miss sports that bad that I feel I had to watch that. They did raise $20 million for COVID relief, but that is not what much watch television. I couldn't have given two shits about the match. And if that's what people are, which people are acting like, you know, we've been in isolation for, you know, 10 years when it's really only been like 10 weeks, then I think people need to get their shit together. That's all I got to say on that front. I mean, it's nice. You know, I keep hearing basketball's going to come back, and now I just saw that baseball. What I see about baseball, baseball's going to do. Oh, I thought I saw this just now. Yeah. MLB offers sliding pay scale. Owners of approved plan of a sliding pay scale for players in 2020 would need a sliding scale. Hmm. Very interesting. Sliding scale. I want to see what this is. That You know, the players have to agree to this shit. But So the sliding scale is basically sliding pay scale. So what, what does this actually mean? Would the approval is a shift from the owner. The Okay. 
that includes a sliding scale composition idea that would see the highest earning players take the biggest pay cuts while the lowest earners would receive closer to full pay of the 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah. He's going to take the biggest cut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, take Mike Trout. That, that's what we're going to do right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that. Unbelievable. I, I, players are going to go for the shit. They're not going to go for the, a sliding scale. Are you kidding me? No. No, not happening. Not happening at all. No. No. I think it. Yeah. You guys are loco. And, oh, my God. And I, I, thought, I went really with this one. So, the NBA, if they resume, they're talking to everybody, you know, with all teams just uh, to reach 70 games and to fulfill the regional del uh, needs to resume by electing to play a handful of games with all teams just to reach 70 games to fulfill regional television deals. If we can, this is uh, Damian Lillard said, if we come back and they're just like, we're adding a few games to finish regular season and they're throwing us out there for meaningless games, we don't have a true opportunity to get into the playoffs. I'm going to be with my team because I'm a part of the team, but I'm not going to be participating. I'm telling you that right now, and you can put that shit in there. He told Yahoo Sports on Tuesday morning via phone. They're 29 and 37 and in the number nine spot in the Western Conference. Three and a half games behind the Memphis Grizzlies for the eighth and final playoff seed. Okay, so you know. I'll be there with my team, but I'm not going to play. So, if you're be there for your teammates, but you're not going to play, then what the fuck's the point? Then you're really not there for your team. You're going to play or not going to play. And I, I don't like this attitude. I mean, every game is a game. And you're getting paid to pay, play this game. I don't care if they're meaningless games. You're getting paid to play these basketball games. I would, you know, so maybe I'll just decide, you know, you know, this is kind of meaningless. My, you know, clients are going away for the summer, so we're going to do one weekend that needs to be gone for a while. So, you know what, I'm just going to... I'm not going to show up for this. Life. If I don't show up, I don't get paid. I, I don't like this attitude at all. I, I think that's a disgusting, terrible attitude. In, th in three and a half games, there's still three and a half games. You can catch them. It's happened before. Going a hot streak. I'm, I'm not 100% behind this yet. And I love unnamed sources. Panthers quarterback Cam Newton is 31. And coming off a season that saw him play just two games because of an injury. He's unsigned and Albert Breer of SI. Suggested teams around the league believe he is no longer the same quarterback when the NFL MVP and led his team to a Super Bowl appearance. Not saying he can't bounce back. One anonymous general manager said, but the decline is evident. I mean, we all know the shoulder isn't right. I mean, this is all common knowledge. Yeah, he's a far better resume. He thinks he's going to, he doesn't want to be a backup. He thinks something will happen. Maybe a guy will go down and will play again. League MVP, Super Bowl appearance, three Pro Bowl selections, and an Offensive Player of the Year looking for a job in May. Yeah. But he's showing he's working out now. and he, You know, but that's the thing. He's got to throw some balls. Last full season, 2018, he completed almost 68% of his passes, over th basically 3,400 yards, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, while adding 48 and four touchdowns to the ground, which maybe was something he's got to cut back the running, which is what, you know, all these young guys, that's what they worry about Lamar Jackson. The hits, Vic, the hits eventually took a toll on him. Yeah, he's not the, the, the same guy who won MVP in 2015. And actually, you know, that Super Bowl, he got shot down to earth. And, he, well, he went against a great defense. And Von Miller was in the backfield the whole goddamn game. And I, I don't know what happened. I said, but I thought they – I was shocked. I thought they were going to blow away the uh, Broncos, especially with a, a very, very average Peter Manning. Never the same quarterback since then. Actually, really went downhill since then. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. No, now they're doing. You know, you know, there's no sports when ESPN is 
talking about coronavirus quarantine beard is alive and well with LeBron James. And really? I mean, it almost feels like, I mean, I, I saw videos of people doing like tricks and all this, like they really weren't sports videos. I mean, well, there's no sports to talk of. And I don't feel that ESPN should be on all day. I mean, all they do is show old games. But I, I'll tell you, I did on Saturday. I did watch, I was talking to Carol, it's hard to watch old games, but I did watch the 99 divisional, it was a wild card game. Was it a wild card? Where it was the Packers with Favre and Steve Young's Niners, and Favre ended up losing 30-27, and that was the year that the Vikings, when Gary had to miss the field goal, also he missed one, which would have put up 10. They lost in overtime to Atlanta, and then Atlanta lost to Denver in the Super Bowl, which was Elway's last freaking Super Bowl. And he, that was the year that they also played. So they played the Jets in the championship game where they ended up winning 23-10, to 10, I think. And they were losing the Jets 10 nothing. It should have been more. It was, and the Jets ended up having, I think, six turnovers in that game. And that was the only conference championship game that Bill Parcells ever lost in his career. It was that one. And I was thinking about that. I was like, holy shit. But that game, I did some research after the game. But it was cool to watch. And it was Madden and Summerall. And it was like, God, these guys were phenomenal. I could have just, it, I, you know, I knew, I just was fun to watch. It was really a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And you heard about the Central Park Karen lady fired from her job? Yeah, it's someone, uh, the Rambles told her to keep a dog on the leash. Yeah, and the dog she was holding was choking. It was like, ah. And I was like, well, it's good that, uh, you know, White privilege gets shown, and that's nice. Yeah, crazy. Oh, and I think I saw that Scottie Pippen said that after watching footage of of Kobe, that he thought Kobe was a better player than Michael Jordan, which I was like, okay, you know, hey, you're entitled to your opinion, and maybe you're a little upset about the last stand and the way you were treated in it. And, you know, there were instances where you, you wouldn't go back in the game, in the migraine game, but you did play with the back and uh, helped him win a title. And you did win six titles with Jordan, so you got to give him that. And you dealt with Jordan for all those years. And you never got paid the money you were supposed to get paid. So I'd be pissed too. And I know Horace Grant is speaking for you because that's not the – I don't think Scottie Pippen's the kind of guy who's a confrontational, a nasty kind of person. That's, the, not, the, not, that's not the way he was raised. He was raised to be, you know, good kid, Helped out his family, all that stuff. I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, all the stuff I've been reading about, you know. And that's why it bothers me about Damian Lillard saying, you know, the games are meaningless. He'll be there for the team but not play. Well, you can't be. You got to play. You can't be. You can't be. You can't have your cake and eat it too. If you're going to get, if you're at the games, that means you're getting paid, but you're not going to participate. Yeah. And I think Cam Newton wants to show people, well, if the shoulder's okay, let's give him a shot. But I feel like all the hits he's taken with the running and everything is definitely hurt him. So let's see what happens up front. And then they're, Thursday they're going to vote on the new rules. Well, the 4th and 15 rule, you can do give teams an option twice a game to opt for 4th and 15th and play from their own 25 in lieu of onside kicks. They think it's also will help with uh, safety because they say that's one of the most dangerous plays is the onside kick. There were some that said, I like it. Some that said, worst idea ever. Take the lead with five seconds left. Choose the fourth and five option and run out the clock. Up by score with 10 seconds left. Instead of squibbing, take the fourth and 15, run as much time off as possible, take a safety, then kick with only a couple seconds left. 
The play clock will be set to 25 seconds of the play. If the offense is penalized, it can't then opt to revert to kickoff after, which is which it should be. And no scrimmage kicks, i.e. pooch kicks, are allowed. Provides excitement and competition later in the game. I like that. Also, I like the Sky Judge. Love the Sky Judge. Because you need someone else to watch everything because they can't get this shit right. The booth umpire can provide information to the head, up by, um, head, up, head referee before the play clock hits 25 seconds or upon request. Head coaches are very much in favor of this, I found. This is for uh, Ian Rappaport. And I'm Albuquerque, I'm sorry, uh, MMQB. And it makes sense. Why wouldn't you want the officials to have the benefit of all the HD video and different camera angles that we have at home? Shout out to the Ravens and Chargers for proposing this. The owners also vote on the agenda about adding a senior tech, technology advisor to the referee the star, it's called star, senior technology advisor to the referee. Star will be a person with on-field experience as an official. will be able to advise the officiating crew on game administration, possession, touching of loose balls near boundaries, down by contact, face masks, and unnecessary reference penalties, number of players on the field, and anything else. They need, they can't get, the, the, the game's too fast. These refs are freaking 60, 70 years old. They need freaking more people. They can't get the guy that job done. And also a vote on expanding defenseless player rules to include kickoff and punt returners who haven't had time to clearly become a run. I agree. Some of these guys are getting the shit kicked out of them. Also, there's a vote on a rule that would prevent a team from taking penalties to drain the clock. That was the one Bill Belichick, uh, Bill Belichick pulled on Adam Gase last year and that Mike Vrabel wound up ruling, pulling on Belichick in the playoffs. Also, the number of players who can designate to return from IR from two to three, which would be a pretty big change when it comes to roster flexibility. A vote allowing teams to bring back players when on IR the day before the roster cutdown. This ties up a quirk that forced teams to carry players through to the 53-man roster if they wanted to bring them back that year. Remember last year, Browns, Greg Robinson, and Bills, Kurt Coleman cut uh, pretty significant players to get other guys through and sign those guys back the next days. Next day, teams won't have to do that sort of thing going forward if the owners vote this adjustment through. Now, I read... Yeah, I, I like. I love the fourth of fifteen. I love it. I love the fourth of it, and I love more referees. More because they really, as as I've read also that the the pass interference, you know, review shit has been a total shit show. So they have to clean it up, and I think more officials and everything, more more eyes on every play, which I think they should review every goddamn play, which that would be the best thing. But they're not doing that. So this is another thing. And we're talking about hopefully they'll play. You know, they keep talking, oh, we're going to have the season. We're going to have fans in the stadium. Yeah, okay. I know that also the deaths went down the lowest it's been, but that's still 73 people who died yesterday. Still a lot of people. Still 73 people. It's still people. And I feel like we let our guard down. And I, Well, a lot of places are not even doing it, so what, what do I know? And uh, the producer, Gotham Chopra, who worked with uh, 2018 on uh, Tom Brady. I forgot what it was called, about Tom Brady and his life said uh, he did a lot of interviews. Some were just sort of done to bank it, not for a specific project, just to have it. There was something we recently did on the 2004 Super Bowl where we talked about the culture of that team. And he said that's the year, all the stuff you hear about Patriot Way and do your job, stuff that Bill had created over the years, the philosophies. This was, this was against the uh, Eagles. He said, and that first Eagles Super Bowl, this is where the Patriots Way was born. Chopra said hearing about him talk about that and the culture of the team, a bunch of guys all about the same age, same life experience at the time, the Vrabels, the Ted Johnsons, Teddy Bruschi, Roddy Harrison. Tom, that's the best thing you've ever done with us. That's what Chopra said. But he said that's when it, the philosophy first did 
And he said it's going to be different than the last dance. I mean, they're really going to try to go. I think he tried to get in there for the Eagles Super Bowl, the second one, and Brady didn't let him come, but then he let him come the next year. He said, come, and I'll give you full access. But he said it has to be, you know, we have to go deep into it. I don't know. It'll be nine parts. Guy's played 20 years in the league. He's got six rings, nine Super Bowls. I think it's going to cover every Super Bowl season. So we'll see what they bring. And and supposedly, oh, yeah, about, yeah. ESPN article about where the league stands about going back to business. I got an answer. No fucking clue. They did all, all the sports leagues, and I was like, really? Guys, you don't know what the hell's going on. Come on, stop. No fans. Come on. We're going to have no fans at every every goddamn sport, and that sport. One of the guys I was talking to on uh, Monday went to us. Uh, Sunday, we went to a house. Uh, we went to see the Core 4, Michigan's Core 4. The Core 4 got together, and I was talking to him, and he goes, that's not sports to me with no fans. I agree. It's uh, preseason sports. And I'm glad that Gumbo Chef figured out how to watch a video I sent him on Instagram. He's a technological wizard. He really is. And uh, Bumbles is going to get the TV, same TV, 55-inch, that we have. I watched White Lightning with Burt Reynolds today, and I just saw the F- Simpson episode, season three, episode one, with the voice of Michael Jackson. Who, who couldn't be credited, and at Disney, they, they got rid of it. But I remember that episode. I was like, oh, man. And he wrote the song, Happy Birthday, Lisa. And they couldn't have him, someone, they had a guy who did Michael Jackson's voice because uh, con- contractually, he couldn't do it because of uh, his record label or whatever. But it was good to watch this stuff. I feel like you're banning everything. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. I mean, now I just saw Jimmy Fallon has a video 2020 with the Daryl Hammond they did blackface uh, he was playing Chris Rock in a video so now he's I don't know why they do blackface I just think it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world I but it's 2000 they said the same people with all the time in their hand are skimming through you know going through history I mean you're bound to find something if someone's been on social media somebody's wrote something stupid you know I mean but it's getting ridiculous and then the NFL pass interference rule piece of shit and NFL admitted it it got last season's pass interference rule miserably wrong. Troy Vincent, the league's VP of football ops, told NBC's Peter King that the rule, which will not return this season, was a failure and the league overre- overreacted the infamous blown call against the Saints in the 2019 NFC Championship game. They paid the price with a plenty of confusion, controversy, and frustration regarding its implementation and effectiveness, which is true. Said these outcomes were not good for professional football. No shit. Because we didn't do the proper due diligence, of course. It played out publicly. The last thing people should be talking about is the way the game is officiated, which they do. To the, to, they still do to this day. They, the officials should be faceless objects, which they're not, managing and facilitating game flow, which they're not, because the game seemed to slow down more and more with all this shit. The idea to review pass interference was in response to the blown non-calls against Saint, against the Saints game that likely cost them a chance. No, that did cost them a chance to reach the Super Bowl. New Orleans complained loudly about the call that played out in front of millions, prompting the NFL to institute something it hoped would keep it in. An issue like that from ever happening again? Nope. <sighs> Bladed non-calls were still often still being upheld after the challenge flag was thrown. We failed. I'm first in line, Vincent said. I shared the, that with the league officials. I failed as the leader of that department. I failed. We cannot allow that to happen again. Yeah. I can read this forever, but it's, yeah, miserably. I still think they upheld shit that they shouldn't have upheld. I, I think that's what Nita Sky, Sky Judge, the star guy, because someone needs to say, guys, you fucked up. I'm sorry. I don't understand. If everybody watching the game sees it and you don't, and you're upheld,ing because it's not, there's not significant uh, enough. There's not evidence of the of the act happening. I'm sorry. 
you can slow down everything. I know, I know the, that's why they need somebody, because on the field, it happens like that. When we watch in slow motion, we can rewind plays, we see everything. Though I feel that announcers watching the game, a lot of times I see stuff, and they're oblivious to it. Like, they don't even call it, but they're just announcers. They really don't. I, 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 don't, I feel there's some good, one out, good, one, good ones out there, but there's a lot of ones that it's just... You know, it's how many Instagram followers you have. It's how much TikTok videos you do. TikTok really should be for kids. TikTok's really for kids, like, under the age of 12. Like, maybe high school, and that's it. You know, once you get to once you get over the age of 25, you start doing TikTok, it's too much. I mean, I just saw A-Rod posted a video, I think, of freaking J-Lo doing uh, The Time of My Life. I mean, I feel like, you know, dude, you have a lot of time in your hands. And it looked, I'm just like, dude, you're you're my age. It's it's kind of embarrassing. And Jerry, Lo- Jerry Sloan passed. He, had the, he was the first number retired by the Bulls, number four in 78, the original Bull. They said it was tenacious defense and nightly hustle in the court represented the franchise and epitomized the city of Chicago. Jerry Reinsdorf said in a statement, Jerry was the face of the Bulls organization from its inception through the mid-70s, and very appropriately, his uniform number four was the first jersey retired by the team, a great player and a Hall of Fame NBA coach. Jerry was a great person. Our sympathy, yeah. Spent 23 years coaching the Jazz. Finished below 500 in only one of those years. So 22 of 23 years winning record. Won 12 out of 21 games in his career. The fourth highest total in NBA history. Ten season with Bulls. He averaged about 15 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Shooting guard and small forward, it said. How about that? Jerry Sloan got to the finals two years in a row, couldn't win it. And I did not know he was the first number retired by the Bulls. Very interesting, in my opinion. And Reggie Bush told ESPN, sorry about not paying... They had an article saying that a story about not paying players should be taken said should be taken down. He said, Dear SPM, please take this story down. I did not speak to you. I never gave you approval to write this story. This is not what I said, nor the context. I said it, in, and, you try, and you tr- you're trying to use my name with this bogus headline for clip, clickbait. Let's not allow this to happen again. Article said paying some athletes will destroy some people. And I was thinking, that's kind of... He said, he didn't say that. He didn't you know, he talked to Playboy. I don't. Listen, I didn't read the Playboy article, but I just was like, all right, you know, hey. I like that Reggie Bush is calling ESPN to shut the fuck up. Well, he's a Fox employee anyway. One of the greatest college football players ever. As a pro, he was good, not great, not worthy. They were deciding if he was going to be number one pick. A good career with the Saints. Not a great career, but good. Had a couple of thousand. And then he ended up getting hurt in the in the Silver Dome. He was running out of bounds, slid and fell. And uh, I don't know if he tore his knee or his leg and he ne- never could play again. He ended up suing the Detroit, and I think he, he won. I think he won the case. I'm not 100% sure. i got to check that out again. But I remember he got hurt when he was playing for the Lions. He had a pretty good career. Not a great career. Not a, not a number two pick career. But good. A college man. I stay up. I remember that game against Fresno State. I stayed up to watch. It was like, I don't know, freaking started at like 12 o'clock or 1230. It was 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Amazing. Change of directions. He was magical to watch. And Eddie Sunday, sudden rest in peace. One more than 800 games with the first coach to take four different schools to the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Died Saturday, natural causes. He was 84. Died at his home in South Tulsa, Oklahoma. Surrounded by family. Less than two months ago, he was informed he'd, been, he'd be a member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2020. They said his honor, uh, his inclusion in the hall was an honor and tribute to the great player, players he coached and outstanding assistant coaches that worked with him. He'd been a finalist on six previous occasions. He was posthumously inducted in August, as will Kobe. Coach basketball, college, coach basketball for 50 years at six different colleges and one high school. 
but is best known for his successful run at his alma mater, Oklahoma State, and a controversial tenure at Kentucky. He reached the Final Four three times, and during his 37 season, coached at D1 level. He finished a season below 500 only twice, his final season in Kentucky, and during a half season at San Francisco. He still ranks in the top 25 of all time and wins with 806. Kentucky hired Sutton from Arkansas for the 85-86 season, and he led the Wildcats to a 32-4 season and the lead at eight appearance, but after only four seasons, he announced his resignation in the midst of an NCAA investigation into the basketball program. In October 88, the NCAA announced 18 charges against Kentucky following a Los Angeles Daily News report that Emory Worldwide Air Freight workers found $1,000 in a package allegedly sent from Wildcats assistant Dwayne Casey to the father of Kentucky recruit Chris Mills. NCAA gave Kentucky a two-year postseason ban and prevented it from playing on live television during the 89-90 season. Casey was put on NCAA probation for five years, and Mills was ruled ineligible. Sutton and Casey have maintained their innocence. When that happened, it was a setup. Sutton told the Kansas City Star in 2011, who would send money like that? And an overnight package someone opens up, somehow opens up. You need a crowbar to open those things. Really? It's a package. It's not a, it's not a, it's a package. And I don't think you put $1,000 in a wooden case. Sutton returned to Oklahoma State beginning in 1990 and immediately brought winning ways back to Stillwater. During his 16 years with the Cowboys, they reached the third, third they went to 13 tourneys, six sweet 16s and three elite eights and made final four appearances in 90, 1995 and 2004. I think one of them was a big country. 2005, the school announced the court at Gallagher Iba Arena would be named Eddie Sutton Court. Eddie Sutton court. Yeah. He announced his retirement in 2006, three months after he took a leave of absence following a car crash in which he was injured and cited for driving under the influence. He admitted he lived with alcoholism, was succeeded by his son, Sean. So former player Rex Chapman, who played for Southern Kentucky, called him an unbelievable teacher of the game of basketball. I was fortunate and lucky to have learned from him. So Sutton played his college ball at Oklahoma State under Henry Iba and began his coaching career as an assistant for one season after graduating. He coached high school basketball in Tulsa. He helped found the men's basketball program at College of Southern Idaho, then called Southern Idaho Junior College in 67, moved on to Creighton for five seasons, reaching the NCAA tournament in 74, spent 11 seasons in Arkansas, making a Final Four appearance in 78, an Elite Eight appearance the following season. He made it the NCAA tournament final nine seasons with the Razorbacks. Oh, wow. His arguably his best moment came on February 12, 1984, when the unranked Razorbacks defeated, defeated Jordan and the undefeated top-ranked Tar Heels 65-64. The game was nationally televised at NBC and featured legendary broadcaster Dick Enberg calling the celebration pandemonium in Pine Bluff. That, ga the game remained, that game remains the only time in Arkansas basketball history that the Razorbacks defeated the number, AP number one team. He was chosen to the College Basketball Hall of Fame in 2011. His wife... Patsy died in July, January 2013. They've been married for 54 years. His son, Scott Sutton, was the head coach of Royal Roberts for 18 years and the school's all-time winning as basketball coach. He's currently an assistant coach at Oklahoma State. Sean Sutton, who, who also played, coach at Oklahoma State for two seasons after his father stepped down, is now part of the coaching staff at Texas Tech. I know. I went on for a little too long with that, but I'm already Sutton. I don't know. I feel like the coaches have to know about this stuff. And if your assistant is giving money to a player, how do you not know? Seems like seems like you're the same thing on innocence, uh, same thing as uh, Rick Pitino. All these coaches, you know, we don't know what's going on around us. Yeah, yeah, we have, we have no idea. Oh, really? We're giving money to players, trying to get recruits here. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my players. And Joe Flacco, yeah, I'm not happy. He's, you know, he's done, and he's gonna probably play a couple games for the Jets. But I'm not crazy about it. Uh, I, yeah, I feel 
Now, this is the thing. Darnold has missed six games the last two seasons. The Jets are 0-6 in those games. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Trevor Simeon broke his ankle first game. Luke Falk came in and played terrible. He's, I don't think Luke Falk's even in the league anymore. And Devontae Freeman, uh, coming off a bad year, he said he's not retiring, but he believes he's worth more than what is being offered. He might skip the season, but he said he's not retiring. I don't think you can do that shit. I think you have to play. Yeah, I feel that... Yeah, he's... I don't know what he thinks he's worth, but whatever it is, it's not that, it's, it shouldn't, it's not that money. And then I read this interesting article that the 1981 MLB strike went on for 59 days. Play resumed in August. They'd camp for eight days. Then the All-Star game in Cleveland, that's what they started with. Then season resumed the next day. Attendance dropped 20%. It's different because there was a strike and players wanted more money. Pitchers were ahead of everyone else. They had to focus on one thing. Everyone else had a hit, run, catch, and throw. A's manager Billy Martin let righty Steve McCaddy throw a 10-inning complete game in his first start in two months. On 148 pitches, McCaddy, Martin said, who was known to blow out his pitchers, was the guy who showed me after the layoff he worked harder, pitched more often than other guys. McCaddy threw complete games in five of his first six starts after sitting for two months. The next year, while pitching with tears in his eyes, his shoulder hurt so badly it felt like my arm was going to come right out of the socket, he told SI in 1984. Never again was he the same pitcher. And I like what Tom Verducci wrote. When life cuts a major league season to unprecedented brevity, the solace is not that baseball looks the same, but that there is baseball at all. Well, I don't know if I want baseball just to have baseball without any fans there. That's that's me. I feel like we need fan fans. I feel like, yeah, I need fans. I, I need I need I need fans in the seats. I don't want to watch football with an empty stadium. I don't watch baseball with an empty stadium. I don't watch basketball with an empty stadium. I want fans in the stadium. And this weekend, this weekend is the weekend that I got Peanut. And I have a picture of the first week, first day I had her. And I'm just like, man, she was way too skinny. I'm amazed that she lived almost 10 years. Yeah, I'm just like, phew. Oh, what? So my cousin's hair salon can open. Good for her. I'm happy because she's been going crazy. And Roy Rogers, the, I thought he got paralyzed. No, this Roy Rogers was an assistant coach for the Bulls. He's still... He's still a basketball coach, but I thought Rodgers was the one who got... I, need to look, I think it was Rodney Rodgers. I have to look that up. And I saw this, the Nets Daily, that Sean Marks said that that uh, KD and Kyrie Irving are playing for the legacy, just as Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker were when he was on the Spurs. And he said the two chose to enhance their legacy and broke on a big part of their decision. I'm sorry, I'm not... KD's one and Kyrie's one, but let's get a couple more. Uh, yeah. Tim Duncan... Had a hell of a run with the freaking Spurs. I'm not going to compare that to. And Lambeau Field plans to reopen today for up to 75 employees in accordance with NFL rules. Good for them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a uh, Joe Flacco is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pumped for Joe Flacco. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I just think he's a good quarterback. I think, but his. I think his time is past. Past big time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting pumped for that. Patrick Ewing is out of the hospital. Thank God I was nervous about him. Yeah, I was like, whew. And Seahawks going to sign Carlos Hyde because Devontae Freeman thought he was worth more water, which he's not. More more money, not more water. More money, more money. And uh, Carlos interested in veteran pass rusher Everson Griffin. Group of five coaches want college baseball season to start later to trim expenses. They might do the draft in September. 
Steelers are holding back 50% of individual tickets on sale for home games due to social distancing protocols. We'll see how that works out. And Naomi Osaka is now number one on the top earning female athletes, which I was, wow, she passed she passed uh, Serena from June 1st, 2019 to June 1st, 2020. She is making $37.4 eclipsing Serena's $36 million in that span. It's a one-year record for a female athlete, topping the previous mark of 29.7 set by, set by Maria, I can't say Sharapova, the grunter, in 2015. She's number 29 overall. Williams is number 33 overall on Forbes' annual list of the 100 top-earning athletes. The full list is set to be released next week. But pretty cool. And uh, Osaka's won $14.5 million in career prize money, according to WTA, a little less than half of which was earned in 2019. So good for her. And St. GM says team is preparing for a normal training camp amid COVID-19 pandemic. And they know, I was reading about Sean Payton, and Sean Payton knows that they have a limit. The time they have left is very minimal with Drew Brees. This could be his last year. He's already been offered a job with NBC. So no pressure on you guys, but uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Brees really stunk in the playoffs. I thought he played so bad that I thought they could have put in Teddy Bridgewater last year. I don't know how much more he's left in the tank. I'll be honest with you. I feel like he's showing signs of his age. And I thought he really stunk it up. I thought they had a team last year that they could. I think if Bridgewater stayed in, I think they would have had a shot to go to the Super Bowl. That's me. That's me saying my, saying, saying my truth. And the Browns are offering the chance to help script 15 players for one of our of their preseason games. And even more impressive experiences, all for a great cause. It's all in challenge. They're going to play the Browns, the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, and the Bucks in the preseason. So call 15 plays. If that's what you're into, me, I'm not into that at all. But if you're into it, and this old guard coming to Netflix about a bunch of soldiers who never die trapped in immortality with, uh, what's her name, the Australian chick? Can't. Yeah, I'm blanking on her name. She's gorgeous. She was in the Mad Max, the latest Mad Max movie. They'll come to me or why not. Yeah, Zion Williamson, you know, the marketing firm is suing for $100 million. Never had a valid contract. Well, he's still in school, which is not supposed to have a contract. I'm not into the law stuff. But good luck with getting that money. And I hope it works out for all of you. Yeah, but, yeah. Actually, when I read it, I was like, eh. Then I was like, eh. And Mike Singletary, you know, I thought I thought he was going to trying to become a head coach again. The former NFL Defensive Player of the Year was the head football coach at Trinity Christian Academy, Addison, and he was stepped he stepped down. The, the, the board made the decision in December after going combined one and twenty one in two seasons, including zero and eleven in two thousand nineteen. He will focus on motivational speaking and consulting enterprises. Has had Pat Trinity's Christian had, had past success under former and returning coach Steve Hayes, but also struggled the years leading up to Singletary being hired. So he actually was in charge of two teams in 2019, as he was also the head coach of the AAF's Memphis Express during the league's short run. He went two and six with Johnny Manziel and Christian Hackenberg as his quarterback in Memphis. That he won even two games with those guys. He should get a medal for that. Yeah. 
He went 18 and 22 with the Niners from 2008 to 2010. Yeah. Just read that stuff. I'm like, shit, that sucks. Jamal Adams supposedly prefers the Cowboys. No trade talks have been discussed. If they get rid of him, that's just a stupid freaking move. Lamelo with the top of the New York Knicks point guard list. God help us. Please don't do this. Don't, 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 don't. Please, I, I really don't want him. I don't want him. And Gronk came to the... Uh, Gronk wanted to play near his mom in Florida. Wait. Yeah, I found this picture of Peanut. I was like, oh. Yeah, Syndergaard's being sued for not by his landlord. He said, you know, I'll fight you. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Bumble sent me this one. I was like, all right, he was paying $27,000 a month. I don't know why he has needs a $27,000 a month apartment, but, you know, they all live high in the hog, so that's me. I don't have that kind of money, but good for him. And season that. Now, Eli is on Twitter. Brady welcomed him. Welcome, Eli Manning, from Tom Brady. In typical fashion, you never showed up until the fourth quarter anyway. I don't know why he got on. Maybe he's doing a foundation or something. Lamelo Ball wants to be the best ever. 15 years from now, I want to be the be best to ever play the game from GQ. Yeah, okay, buddy. Good luck with that. Yeah. LeBron put a new Nike ad up. Eh, I was like, okay, guy's coming back. I, I think this is a little different than guys coming back and winning. And, you know, him and Tiger and all that stuff. I think there's people have a lot there. Food lines, all that stuff. I just... Not that it was all right. And two uh, Premier League clubs confirmed uh, two positive tests. So I don't know how they're going to, you know, that's the thing. Is this ever going to see how that works out in the end? Yeah. Crazy. Games might be for NBA, might be at the Walt Disney Company. We'll see how that what See how that works out. They said, will the Knicks make it? Some proposals will have the NBA bringing back to 16 playoff teams or 22 teams for a play in tournament. They might do a playing tournament. I don't know what they're going to do. And on Saturday, Bill Walton won the league MVP in 78, despite only playing 70.7% of teams' games, lowest figure ever for an MVP. He was a hell of a player, just had a lot of injury problems. And uh, Connor on the Saturday from the Steelers, four years cancer-free, keep fighting, stay, saying a prayer for those who are still fighting. Good for him, man. James Connor, he's a tough player. Tough, tough player. And I saw that Kirk Cousins was doing his workout with his trainer in his parking lot, in his driveway, and people going by. But I thought that was kind of crazy. And one minor league team is thinking outside the box. The Pensacola Blue Wahoos, the Twins AA affiliate, are offering their stadium in Pensacola, Florida, for Airbnb for $1,500 plus fees a night, which is kind of not that bad, in which a group of up to 10 people can have their run of the Blue Wahoos Stadium. According to the team, this is the first time a baseball stadium has ever been put on a, up for a rental service. They'll get access to the stadium and all its amenities, such as the clubhouse, batting cage, field and batting practice setup. There's a bedroom next to the clubhouse that can fit 10. They can hit from home plate, can play catch in the outfield, run the bases, enjoy a picnic in the outfield, or find other creative uses for the field. Yeah, all right. They ha they hosted a nine-hole disc golf course on the, weekend, on the weekend, and there's movie and fireworks nights coming up. you got to find a way to get money. And Syndergaard said he offered to pay two months' rent of it. But, you know, there's no season right now, so why is he going to pay it? They're, tr they're trying to get $250,000 out of him. You have the first picture of Peanut, me sitting on the floor with her. God. Yeah. She's, yeah. I, 
miss that. Yeah, now the New York and New Jersey teams could hold in-state uh, training practices. See how that works out. And Tito Ortiz offered a chance to fight Mike Tyson. He said, this is the opportunity of my life. I'm in. And that's what someone said. Why are we talking about Mike Tyson? He's 53 years old. He had his day. Let's move on. I agree. Yeah, Nets are going to open their practice facility today for voluntary workouts. Oh, I, I joined this race for Feeding America, and it's uh, is it is it it's jogging or yogging? It's from it's from um, what's it from? Oh, Anchorman. The shirt's awesome. I already did the race because I'm doing that virtual race. Sorry to do the race. I, was, I already entered all that stuff. And I know this. Go, believed to have been reached the U.S. at the Army's Camp, Army's Camp Funston in Kansas, the Spanish flu ran rampant in 1918-1919, forcing ballplayers to wear face masks. And I have a Sportal Share article, and, and every the, the umpire, the catcher, and, and a hitter are all wearing freaking masks. And as you know, talk about Jim Fix... Yeah, about running. He actually had a heart attack while he ran. Yeah, crazy. But yeah. And the guy who was in my movie, Roger Decker, started a, a production company, founder at Touch a Life. I got to get in touch with him. Brian Erlacher turned 42 yesterday. Yeah, I took some good pictures with my mask on, which I, I liked with my uh, bandana. Ewing home from the hospital. I like that a lot. Makes me happy. This new uh, bikini that's out. Yeah. Drummond, the Cavs big man, left a $1,000 tip for a waitress. Hey, listen, he can afford it. Everybody's having some tough times. NBA Players Association talking plans with players. They're conducting team-by-team conference calls to discuss formats and get feedback on resuming play in Orlando for Adrian Wojciechowski. And then this guy, Taylor Rapp, who I looked up, plays on the Rams on Monday he did 93,963 steps 53.27 miles 18 of 21 hours active I don't know what he's doing bike riding or whatever so that's what I want to do today and I did not get it done I did not get it done no I did not make it happen I'm, I'm, I'm upset at myself I've done 11 miles today I want to do like over 20 and I guess I didn't step step up the plate. I just, yeah, I, I'm upset at myself. But what are you going to do? I hurt something in the back of my Achilles, and I was like, damn, it does not, it's not feeling great. And, uh, yeah, it hurt, and I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. Devontae Freeman not looking to retire. He just wants more money. The Admiral on Duncan to, to uh, Spurs, David Robinson says it was life-changing when Spurs drafted Tim Duncan, adding real help to win a championship. Yeah, with two big men like that, of course it would. Why, why wouldn't it? Wouldn't. Yeah, so Tyson was offered a contract by Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships that will exceed the 20 million pack the company extended to Tyson earlier this month and it include charitable donations. The organization's president told MMA Fighting. Last official fight was the 2005 loss to Kevin McBride. So fight Tito Ortiz. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, Ken Shamrock of special interest. Evander Holyfield. I guess we'll see how that all works out. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll why not? Player, you think players want to return? They want to get paid. Yeah. 
it's time. My players need some level of certainty. That the Players Association boss says, players want to return. Okay. Well, let's get it done, guys. And the, the, 27 years ago today, a ball bounced off Jose Canseco's head and went over the fence when he played for the Rangers. Yeah, I remember that. That's a not top 10. Yeah, and Scotty Pippen said, when I go back and look at tape, he said Kobe's better than MJ. Now the Eagles think they have an advantage. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sorry. I think Kobe was a great player, but there's only one Jordan. And, yeah, to take over a game, when they, you really can't, you can't really. They played a different era. They played different times. But, yeah, I'd like to see that. It's not going to happen. I mean, everybody, that's what, that's what the great thing about sports. You can argue those points until you're red in the face. Now, Brandon Graham says Philly's continuity gives team advantage to handle condensed preseason. We've got the same coach. And Blake Jarwin says he's going to take over for Jason Widow. Well, good luck with that. Who went to play for the Raiders. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot to replace there, buddy. But I hope you do. You know, Witten, who's the all-time leader in receptions, receiving yards, and second in uh, receiving touchdowns. So John was undrafted at Oklahoma State in 2017, spent most of his rookie year on practice squad. He's appeared in 32 games the last three seasons, set career highs and starts last year, seven. Also had 31 catches, 365 yards. Yeah, it's going to be hard to replace Witten, but good luck with that. And then I was watching this. Marlon Humphrey was running up a Rock Hill which looked really, he said, twice and you're done. Yeah, Pistons looking for new GM. Yeah, I'm, I like, you know, some of this stuff is kind of stupid, but, you know, watch some of these workouts. It's kind of, yeah, running up a big rock hill would be kind of cool. Yeah, so now in New York New Jersey, the teams can begin camps. So Joey Bevels, yeah, Dame won't play in the player. Damian Lillard, you know, there's no playoffs. Got another workout to do. MJ, yeah, you want, want Isaiah to play. And Tiki says that Eli, who they didn't get along, says Eli Manning is no doubt going into Canton. I think we all know he's going into Canton. I don't care what the stats say. And Riley will not travel with the Heat. He's 75 years old. You know the precautions with the COVID. And Lamar's jump in 2019 had coaches around the league marvel about his accuracy per Jay Glazer. NBA draft could be in September with free agency potentially starting as late as October 1st and the next season start even later. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, man. To think they wanted him to be a wide receiver. Switch to wide receiver. Yeah, I think he's a good player, man. We'll see how that works out. Especially, I think he's got to be pissed off how the season ended. I know I am. I, I can't, I, I thought they really stunk it up. They really stunk it up. Yeah, they also have 323 carries through two seasons. That's too much rushing. It's not good for him. And now they're saying mini camp, NFL mini camps could be in June, as early as June 15th or as late as June 27th. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say. Yeah. He didn't like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, we know that. This is not shocking to us. And they said in, the, in 1991, there was no way, no one who was going to pick Isaiah Thomas or Michael Jordan. So if, they, if, if Isaiah played, there'd be no Michael Jordan. Come on, are you kidding me? And Adam Silver says, GM feedback on group stage format where the 20 best teams will be placed into four groups. That's what they're considering. I guess we'll see if that works. Yeah, that really works out. Okay, now. All right, let's get to trivia question. 
So my phone's about to die. I want to do a show. I haven't done one in a couple days. It was time to get a show going. All right. Last show's trivia question. Last show's trivia question. Uh, Okay, 2019 NFL season. What happened for the first time in NFL history? An African-American quarterback won Rookie of the Year, Kyler Murray. NFL quarterback won the NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson. And the Super Bowl MVP was an African-American quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. First time ever. Rookie of the Year, NFL MVP, and Super Bowl MVP. All African-American quarterbacks. I thought Rock would get it, but I haven't heard from Rock in a couple days. Okay. Another hockey question today. Who has scored the most goals against Henrik Lundqvist? The Rangers goalie. Most goals scored against Henrik Lundqvist. Two players have scored the most goal against Henrik Lundqvist. That's all I got for today, folks. Have a really nice day. Enjoy the weather. Summer is here. Peace out.